where we're more than just a podcast, we're a family. Go ahead and take some deep breaths, baby. You're safe here. Self-love, confidence, acceptance, and growth. Welcome home. Welcome to Probably Lead to Something. Hi, babies. Welcome back to another episode of Probably Late to Something. Today, I'm feeling like I'm in a silly, goofy mood, and I kind of want to just roll with the flow. I did have a plan for this podcast. It was going to be basically what I would need to hear right now and just sharing that with you because... I always say we're on this journey together. And I know at times it can feel like we're not. I think that people a lot of the times put influencers on a pedestal. We are humans too. And not like for sympathy or anything like that, but just genuinely like when you are following people on the internet, it's so easy to forget that they are you. We are literally the same. I mean, obviously everyone's different, but... For the most part, we are normal people, you know, and most of us fell into this influencing thing randomly. Yes, you work towards it and you work for it. I personally wasn't necessarily working towards it at the time when I downloaded TikTok, Um, but I'm very happy to be here and I'm very happy that you guys are here. I've been answering all of your DMs on the podcast Instagram at probably late to something. You guys have really just uplifted me there. So many of you guys are reaching out to me saying that you love the episodes, either you listen to them before work or before school or going to college. Some of you guys said that you didn't feel like you fit in that well at your new schools because you moved. And like I said, when I DM'd you back, it doesn't fucking matter. Most of the time when you are a loner, it's because people don't understand you. And that's a good thing because the world's IQ has slowly and collectively lowered. So people being unique and different as something that could be considered weird or lame. And that's totally just not the vibe. That's not the vibe and uh some of you guys were also just saying that you relate to me and that you're working your best to try to get yourself stable and feel healthy and I just love that because for a really long time I kind of just held everything in I have about four friends that like know me and know what I've gone through and know my just day-to-day struggles but other than that like no one else knew I didn't speak on it I didn't talk about it and now having like a platform when I can be like hey like does anyone else feel this way? And you guys can reach out to me and be like, yes, bitch. Like, I get it. I'm here with you. Like, I just love that. We need to have this support. We need to have this group. And I also responded to all of you guys saying, thank you for allowing me to have this safe space. Like, it means the world because I think most of the internet or a big part of it is full of hate and negativity. And I've told you guys this so many times. You guys are special. Like, I don't know if any other influencer has the type of followers that I have that are just literally light beings. Like, you guys are all so sweet. You guys are just blessing me every day. You guys are doing your best. And I it's it's unbelievable. Like, I don't think anyone is as lucky as me. So I love you guys. And I hope you guys are having the most beautiful day or beautiful evening ever. But back to the episode, I was just watching TikTok. And okay, I'm going to talk about two videos that I saw on TikTok. 
One was a girl with like this dog and she was talking about how like, oh, we have all this land, but my dog is sitting here at the gate. And she was like, my dog could go anywhere on this land. We have a really big property, but my dog chooses to stay at this gate to bark at people that walk by, defending his home, blah, blah, blah. And she was saying that that's how kind of our brains have to be. We need to defend our brain, defend our mind, and we have to stop allowing so many things into it because we're getting overstimulated and overwhelmed. Like when we're scrolling through TikTok and we see a video of a military uh, person coming home, we cry because we're like, oh my God, that was so beautiful. Or like a dog being rescued, you cry because you feel bad and you're so happy. And then you scroll and then you see a prank or you see a funny video and then you're laughing. So your brain goes kind of numb, not knowing how to navigate. Um, through all that emotion. And when I watched that video yesterday, I swear I immediately put my phone down because I think I personally am a very sensitive person. I soak up any vibes that are next to me and getting better at allowing myself to navigate through that. But most of the time I soak up everything. I'm literally a sponge. If someone's anxious, I feel it. Literally, I take one sniff and I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Something happened. Tell me what happened. Tell me what happened. And then I'll sit there and start guessing until I figure it out. I'm like, was it the way that I looked at you when I dropped that thing on the floor? It wasn't a look towards you. It was just, you know, I was just looking at the, you know, I will overanalyze everything until I break you into telling me what's wrong. And I'm not sure if that's something to do with trauma, but either way, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there in another episode. But I really thought that was an interesting thing to kind of note when you're going through life to watch your social media and what you're allowing your brain to soak in. Now, the second uh, TikTok that I saw that I wanted to talk about was this guy. And I thought it was funny because I'm able to laugh at myself and note that I'm crazy and then just like help you see maybe if you're a little crazy or someone that you're around is a little crazy and then learn from that. Um, but so this guy was like, if you're dating someone and they say I love you before three months, that is a red flag. That is a red flag. And I, I am aware of this. I know this because it takes time to get to know someone. It takes time to learn to love someone, to get to, to receive love from someone. It takes time. You know, nothing happens overnight. I know some people are believers of like love at first sight, blah, blah, blah. I feel like most of those stories don't necessarily work out. So I'm just reflecting on my own story because obviously me and my fiance got engaged at like two months, I think like less than two months, right? So when he was saying that on the TikTok, I just started laughing because I was like, yeah, me and my fiance are insane. And we've gone through a lot of things that definitely confirm that, aka me having court on Thursday from being arrested. I mean, we learned to live and move forward and learn from your mistakes, but geez. So I definitely thought that was a interesting thing. Um, I do believe that you can say I love you and you can have a happy ending. You know what I mean? Like I do think there's certain stories or circumstances or people that are just different, but I do think that's like a good roundabout because you really don't know someone until you see them happy, sad, angry, anxious, and worried. Like you need to see the full scope of people's emotions because humans act very different depending on the circumstance you're in. So what you hear in relationships a lot of times is you go through that little honeymoon phase and then boom, a stressor hits 
right? And the person changes completely. You know, when me and Ben were put through everything we were put through, because like, yes, we got engaged super, super soon. Um, And then a few months later, we had the hit of his child passing away. And then we had all the family stress there. I was dealing with his ex-wife's entire family, not dealing with like nothing was bad was happening, but just in general, like being put in that situation as like the new woman in his life to be around his ex-wife 24 seven. And they, you know, and her entire family. And then all Ben's family that I'd barely known and drama that was going on within them. Like it was a huge wake up call and a huge shake for me and his relationships. And then what happened when we got home, we got home. And after like three and a half weeks of being in a different state, me being away from my routines, my family feeling ostracized and honestly so very very alone we got home and it was like it just exploded like I note now looking back um that I was calling out for help in different ways it wasn't like showing up exactly as that but I started drinking a lot more like every night I was spiking with anxiety or like peeing with anxiety and I would start drinking wine I took a lot of um Advil and a lot of uh sleeping pills and things like that because I was just so worked up so that was kind of literally my body saying I'm holding so much in I'm holding so much in no excuse for what ended up happening if you guys have already listened to that podcast podcast episode mug shot but you know it, it was it was there it was literally there um, and then boom it exploded so I have taken time to reflect and going to therapy and just I'm on my mood stabilizers and I think I've talked so many times about how much different I do feel but this week This week has been a little hard for me. I'm not even going to lie. The past two days, and I'm not sure if it's because it's a full moon in Aries today or if it's because I'm about to start my period, but I'm genuinely feeling so exhausted. And because of everything I've been through and like kind of knowing my cycles, I get really psyched out. I feel like if I'm tired, um, it's just like the beginning of my downfall. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to get super depressed. There goes the podcast. There goes the YouTube. There goes everything. I'm going to start disappearing and getting really sad and in a funky mood it's gonna be very hard for me to get out it's gonna take you know what I mean like I start freaking myself out so I'm trying not to do that I think it's just my period because yesterday I was just really tired but I kept doing what I needed to do I had like three dentist appointments I'm trying to get my wisdom teeth taken out in a couple days and I I mean I am so that sucks but the other day I had all the appointments to get that done so I got those done I cleaned the room I was able to schedule my week so I still did the things that I needed to do because because there's a quote that says the best way to be successful is to continue to work towards your goals even on the days when you do not feel like it so that's all I kept telling myself the other day over and over and over again so I was able to kind of work out, go to my dentist appointments, try to plan the week. I didn't do certain things that I wanted to and had scheduled for myself because I want to be kind to myself. On days when I don't feel the best, I don't want to overload myself and I don't want to push myself. And that's when like self-compassion comes into place. And a lot of us don't have that. Like we grew up in environments that were kind of harsher. We grew up kind of beating ourselves down and not knowing our worth. So because of that, we don't understand that we 
are the most important person that has to be there for ourselves, especially on days when we don't feel good or days when we've done something that sucks for us. Even if it's all completely your fault, it doesn't matter. You still have to be there for yourself. So yesterday I was kind to myself. And even though I felt like my skin felt like shit or looked like shit because I'm breaking up because of my period. I felt like my outfit wasn't good. I felt like my hair wasn't good. Like I just wanted to pick at myself until I probably just started crying. I pushed through. And I told myself, even when I was looking at my skin, I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. You have acne. You know why? Because your body is pushing things out of your skin, right? Like you are filtering. Your body loves you. You look beautiful. It doesn't matter if you have this pimple or a billion pimples. You're fine. Your body looks good. Even if it's bloating, that's okay. It means your ovaries are shedding their layers. Like I'm working. My body's working. And I'm not going to lie. It made me feel really, really good. It really, it, it, it was me changing the perspective and changing that little part of my reality. Like we talked about in the last episode, those positive reinforcements and little affirmations that you tell yourself can change your entire day and can change the entire mood that you're in. So I'm definitely trying to watch um, how I handle myself the next few days because I don't want to overwhelm myself, but I also don't want to give up on everything I'm working towards, you know? So there's got to be that little balance that is oh so fucking hard to find. Um, Another thing I noticed is I am, I'm peeping every day, like, because I'm on these mood stabilizers. I'm waiting every day and I'm looking at, like, my reactions to things and I'm just, like, analyzing myself, which I probably shouldn't do 24-7, but hee hee, can't stop. <laughs> Cannot stop. Um, But I was noticing, I was like, so I don't feel like I have a billion thoughts running through my head every day, all day long, 24 seven. I don't necessarily feel like I am switching to like a thousand different personalities and going through a billion emotions at every second of every day. You know, happy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sad, anxious, depressed, happy, 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 happy. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I'm doing that anymore, but I still felt a lot of emotions the past two days. So I was kind of able to say, hmm, maybe that's your period and pinpoint it. And then when I was in the car this morning and I just had this overwhelming urge to cry, I was able to be like, huh, you're about to start your period, just cry. And I just bawled my eyes out. Ben was staring at me like I had 18 heads, but obviously he's so supportive. So he was like, it's okay, honey. You're you're fine. We're okay. I can baby you when you get home. I'll rub your feet and make you soup. And like he's been my rock these past couple of days every morning he's just like giving me hugs and he's telling me everything's gonna be fine like about 50 billion times a day and i need it i need it i need that reassurance even when i when i don't ask for it he just looks at me and he's like babe you got this so we send a big thank you to ben for helping me through these crazy emotions but i'm gonna count the wins (laughs) that's another thing i learned throughout the day count all the wins. Fuck the losses. Just count the wins. So that's a win for me because I feel like before I would have like had these crazy swirls of emotions and then just been like, oh, rah, and like let them take over my entire body. But now for some reason I'm sitting here and I'm like, that's probably because I'm about to start my period. Uh Uh-huh. And then I can just like 
watch the emotions and like still feel them because it sucks and I do feel like a little bit more anxious and whatever, but I'm not letting it so deeply impact me to feel like debilitating and to feel like, you know, nothing is worth doing anymore. So I, I, I'm i going to take that as a win and I'm proud of myself. So yay. But back to what I would want to hear, right? In this moment, in this time when I just feel like I could be losing my mind, I made a list and I'm going to read it out to you. So the first one, is you might never feel as confident as you want to feel. And that's not to like deter you from knowing that you're a queen or a king and that you're worth so much. It's not to say, oh, you will never be that confident. It's just to kind of remind you that you don't need that for the next step. The next step is what builds that confidence. And I think we never think that. We're always, I think we're probably trained from society, like you need to have the job to get the experience, you need the experience to get the job. We're just waiting. We're all just sitting around with our hands in our pants, kind of just like waiting. And like, sometimes we'll like daydream about another life that we could live. But most of the time you just feel like you need to be someone else or be somewhere else in order to get to that next step. And that is not true, my loves. The next step is is what builds you and the next step is what helps you gain that confidence and the next step is what's going to help you get to where you want to be you know but that's right now you don't have to wait for another version of yourself to come around or that perfect moment do it now act now or you'll be stuck here wanting to be there for the rest of your fucking life. Another one that I put for us overthinkers and overanalyzers and us overstimulated people is to master your focus. When you master your focus and eliminate your distractions, you can actually be successful. But because we distract ourselves through TikTok, through other people's drama, through just avoiding anything that we know we need to do, like have you noticed if you have homework, you will like clean your entire room first before you finish that homework or study for that test. We are always looking for a way to distract ourselves from what we know we need to do. So any successful person that you see was able to master their focus and eliminate their distractions. So I really love that. And I kind of take that uh, to heart and to mind, I guess, because I want to be successful. I know you have something that you want to be successful in. And in order to do that, I think we should both sit down and start writing out, okay, the first thing I do in the morning is go on TikTok. Er, We need to cut that because it's taking my focus and I'm immediately being sucked into a world that I'm not actually living in. I'm living in my present life in bed at eight in the morning, probably should have woken up at 7.30 and I need to focus on what I'm going to do for the day, you know, and I'm also trying to, I think I might've said this before. I'm also trying to limit myself because I am one of the types of people that can work forever and find something to fill my time with at any point. Um, like the other week I edited from like 8am to like 12 at night. I did two YouTube videos on the same day and I was just sitting there for hours and I was having a good time because I felt productive and I felt good, but I also noted that I wasn't spending quality time with my fiance or our our little babies that we have here. So I didn't want to just end up kind of losing that time to live my life by focusing on what I want to do in the future, if that makes sense. So I think that there's a balance like we always talked about. And I think every day we're striving to find that and to achieve our goals while still being human and still living a good, healthy life. Another little fact that I wrote down was to not daydream too much. I am an avid daydreamer, or I guess I used to be. Come to think about it now, I 
don't daydream as much, which is very interesting. But before I used to daydream 24 seven, especially when I lived alone, I would put my headphones in and I would start dancing around my apartment and I would be doing like my chores and stuff, but I would not be in my reality. And it says that 96% of adults admit to daydreaming at least once a day. And it's interesting because that is also linked to depression. Now, before you freak out, don't just go ahead and assume that you're depressed, but a lot of people that aren't happy with their life choose to daydream another one. So I was like, dang. And the times when I was and do get into my bunks, I definitely decide to get into my music more and get into daydreaming more or sleeping more and like thinking about other things while I'm taking naps and whatever. So I just wanted to say that um, in case you need that little reality check to come back. Um, Don't run from the life that you're living. Come back and and figure out ways to make it better. Focus on self-compassion and empathy for yourself. Focus on growing from your pain and allowing that to not hold you back and harden you and change you, but to allow you to grow. And this actually brings up a little funny story, um, or I guess short story or text message that me and my friend Kayla send to each other anytime we're sad or going through something. We started this years ago. I think our freshman year of high school, I was going through a breakup and I guess she was looking up like happy quotes to send to me. And uh, she sent me this entire story. It's called, um, which one are you? The carrot, the egg or coffee. So basically this girl goes to her mom and she's like, life is really hard for me right now. And the mom's like, okay. And doesn't say anything. And the daughter's like, what the heck? Like, why aren't you saying anything? So she goes into the kitchen and she boils three pots of water. And the daughter's just sitting there and she thinks that her mom was probably crazy. Cause like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not saying anything. And in one pot, she puts carrots. In another pot, she puts eggs. And the last pot, she puts coffee. Then, um, she boils them for a little bit and then takes them all out. And she looks at her daughter. She goes, which person are you going to be? Are you going to be the carrot that goes into the world hall? and then comes out soft or are you going to be the egg that goes in soft and comes out hard or are you going to be coffee that goes into the boiling water which is obviously representing life and comes out changed and something better than just those dry grounds become something nice and delicious that we all love to drink hopefully all of us I, i'm a coffee person especially these pumpkin spice lattes right now in fall yeah they can get it they can get it any day all day long but i take that story with me anywhere I go through just like things that I look at in life. And obviously years later, anytime me and Kayla are going through anything that is sent to us through like our little text messages and our little threads and whatnot. And I just, I just like that. So hopefully you guys like that too. But yes, if you're the type of person that is living entirely in your head and you want to gain more I guess life in your life. I think watching the daydream is one of the most important things that you can do and start just being more aware and conscious. That's why I love breathing exercises because you can sit there and be like, breathe and calm yourself, center yourself, be in tune with your body and be actually present in your own body. And then the world I feel like just changes after. Now, moving into the hard stuff to hear, um, because, you know, a part of being honest with yourself and me being honest with myself, to be honest with you guys, is admitting the dirty stuff. I pulled it all out for you guys, and I just share it. I just share it because I know you guys love me and I love you too, and this is a safe space. So something that I feel like I definitely need to hear at times, and me and Ben talk about this and my therapist talk about this, it's 
when you only hear what you want to hear, you're not really listening. That is so important to learn just in life in general when you're dealing with people, friends, family members, partners. Most of the times we feel like we have to just get louder and louder and louder to get our point across. But are you listening? Even sometimes like I can note when me and Ben aren't seeing eye to eye or me and my mom aren't seeing eye to eye and they'll be talking to me. All I'm thinking about is what I'm going to say to prove them wrong and I'm not actually taking in what they're feeling and and what they're saying to me. And I don't want to be that person. I want to be someone that is just completely open and calm and can meet every situation with love and peace. Obviously, sometimes I'm like, be a bad bitch and smack them across the face. But, you know, for the most part, like, I, I want to grow. I, w- I want to do better. I want to be better. Um, so I definitely feel like in relationships, the way to grow is to be able to listen. And another thing I want to ask you to think about while you're, you know, taking that in is why do you think you're not listening? What is it there that is so threatening to you, right? When you're dealing with someone saying, hey, you're wrong, right? What is it so bad? What is so bad about that, that you cannot listen to what they have to say? You can listen to what someone has to say and then disagree, but in order to have a really authentic, transparent conversation. You actually have to be listening. And most of us don't. Most of us don't. I know for sure. Oh my goodness. I'm looking outside the window and I see my cat, Roxy, with a lizard in her mouth. She's a serial killer for these lizards. She leaves them around the entire neighborhood. Like you'll see 80 lizards a day just just fatally dead or fatally injured. And it's always her. And she's like, cats are just vicious animals. I am not necessarily a cat person. I don't want anything bad to happen to my cats, but I think they're actual monsters, like actually. But definitely ask yourself what you're so afraid of and why you can't listen to that person. And I think my next one kind of goes toe to toe with that. It's if you always play the victim right? I think a lot of people play the victim when they don't listen to the other person. And even if the other person's wrong, I mean, I think people literally just plug their ears and go, la, 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 la. I'm right and you're wrong. And I cannot see your point of view. And I will not listen to anything you have to say because I'm the victim. And this one um, basically is saying, if you play the victim, you will always be treated like one. And, you know, it's crazy because I definitely knew one girl and I wish the best always because I don't want to hold hate in my heart for anybody. But this one freaking girl was literally the biggest victim like of anything. If any, any minor inconvenience happened to her, she was a victim. If something big happened to someone else, she was also somehow the victim. I mean, she just didn't take any ownership for anything. She would complain about how her life wasn't turning out the way that she wanted to, even though she would party until 5 a.m. and do a whole bunch of drugs and be super hungover to go to work the next morning. Like, how are you How are you going to complain and say that life is treating you so unfair when you're literally doing absolutely nothing to work towards your goals? Now, when we would have arguments like that and I would be like, yo, like, what the heck? She would not listen. She would not listen at all because she was afraid to admit that the only person that was stopping her from achieving her goals was herself. And I know that can be a really hard pill to swallow, 
But honey, if you admit what your faults are and your own life and you take accountability, even in a situation with a friend or a parent or a family member or, you know, a work person, if you take accountability for what you did, I know it can be hard. I know it can be scary, but that allows you to then move forward. You, if you don't, you're just letting it hang over you. You're letting it hang over you. You're letting that dictate how you feel every day, how you move forward in your life. And you don't have to. When you take accountability, you free yourself. I think that is literally probably the best advice I could give anyone, anybody. Stop playing the victim or you'll always fucking be treated as one. And you don't want to be treated like that. You want to be a powerful goddess. You want to be a powerful, sexy woman or a handsome king. That's how you want to be. Okay, so do that for yourself. Don't play the victim. Obviously, there's certain circumstances in life where, you know, things didn't go your way and things were unfair and you didn't deserve certain treatment, but hopefully you'll be able to tell the difference between them all. Uh, and mental strength is very important in all of this, in maintaining your focus and eliminating distractions, knowing that you aren't going to feel as confident as you want to feel until you do those things that you want to do. Noting when you're daydreaming, you know, noting to listen during an argument or a disagreement, all of these things take mental strength. You at any moment that you're trying to grow and evolve, you are choosing to do better. You are choosing in that moment to take your energy, to take your focus and do better. You're choosing to not let the world break you, to not let a situation break you. You're choosing to not stay the same. You're choosing to change. And that's what so many people are afraid of. Nobody wants to admit their faults. Nobody wants to grow. Nobody wants to change. No one one wants to do anything different. So we're all molding into the same fucking version. And I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to live on the straight and narrow and do what everyone tells me that I have to do. I want to be different. I want to feel alive. And I think that's why you're here too. So hopefully all of these things that I'm kind of just telling myself, um, you can learn as well. And oh, another piece of advice that I would totally need a reminder on because I've been trying to be as calm as possible, but I can also sometimes just absolutely lose my fucking temper. But calmness is a superpower and calmness is your superpower. Do not forget it. When it comes to letting the world break you, it's letting people make you angry. And when someone gets you angry, they've already won because they want to disrupt your peace. They want to prove that they have such a tie to you and such a hold on you that they can get you to react. So it's not about getting rid of the negative thoughts or the negative person. It's about your reaction to that your reaction to them. Calmness is your superpower. And I think when I think about the person that I want to be, the calm, gentle, loving, nurturing woman, she would meet um, any instance, you know, any disagreement or any argument. She would meet it with calmness. She would hold her head high and allow space within herself to understand that other person's side. That doesn't mean, and there's a difference between understanding someone and then letting them walk all over you and not holding your own ground and holding your own boundaries because that is also something I could do. I'm like one or the other, so I'm trying, like I said, to find that balance. Um, But I want to be calm. I want to be calm because I think that that shows security in yourself because 
If I'm not calm and I'm letting someone get me so mad, why? What am I afraid of? Why am I letting that person have power over me? Do I think that what they're saying is true? You know what I mean? What Do I think that the people I love are going to judge me off of that? You know, like what is it really, really saying to you? It's saying that you choose being right and your reaction over your own peace. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? You don't want to choose proving your point over your own peace. And I get this way sometimes, um, not particularly with the last argument that I got into with my sister-in-law because I completely stand by that. That girl's a fucking cunt. But other circumstances when someone would get me mad and I would like really lash out and like get loud and yell and prove my point, um, I would later come back to feel bad about it. I don't know if that's because I'm an empathetic person or what, but that feeling sucks. It literally sucks. I would, it would be on my mind. It would be in my body. That like nasty negative energy would be floating around in my fucking aura. And I would be sitting there, I'd be like, damn, I just wish I, I just wish it didn't happen. I don't I want to always choose my peace because I deserve that. I need to stand up for myself and my own boundaries and my own mental health and my own peace and my own life and my own beauty and my own love. I need to stand up for that and need to guard that. I need to protect that. Like that dog protects his, you know, land. He knows his job and his duty is to protect his home. So every day when you're walking out into the world, you need to choose what you allow into yourself and what you are pushing the fuck out. You make that choice. So I hope you choose your peace and I hope you choose your happiness. And that's kind of, I don't know, I feel a lot better after making this podcast, honestly, because one, I got something done that I really wanted to do because I always love talking to you guys. And my biggest fear is that like, I'm going to like let my negativity or my bad downs ruin what I want for myself and talking about how it's you that chooses the life that you live just gives me that power to keep it pushing. It gives me that motivation. Like, no, this ain't it, bitch. Like I will get down bad and I'm still going to do my shit. I'm still going to push through. Obviously I'm going to be nice to myself like I'm doing because after this, guess what I'm doing, baby? I'm getting into my PJs and I ordered freaking ice cream. Okay. I ordered the groceries today because I am not, I'm not a grocery grocery store person. And I don't think I ever will be. I always hated that. So (laughs) uh, Instacart, here we come, or here you come to me because I'm not going. But so I ordered ice cream for myself and we're also going to make s'mores on top of that. And I'm going to have two. I'm going to have ice cream and I'm going to have s'mores. And what about it? And what about it, baby? And what about it? Oh, also side note, um, I just made a TikTok video because I saw this girl basically like posting up and she was like, I'm a baby mama. And like, she was singing a song that was like, I'm better than you basically vibes. Like I'm the number one, blah, blah, blah. And it just like, I don't know. It just like gave me the ick. Like it just gave me the ick. And I liked the girl and I still do like her and I'm not going to like judge her off of that. But it just got me thinking about like that type of thought process. Like I'm the baby mama and I will always be number one. I don't know if it's because I am married to a man that has kids or, or and I see it in a different perspective because I could understand from her perspective like, oh, like I have kids, blah, 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 whatever. Like I am number one. The kids are number one, blah, blah, whatever, maybe. But I think the energy in the video was giving it more like bitchy, like I'm number one in his life forever, baby mama's on like – and I just – I just got the ick from it. I thought that was so embarrassing because like clearly you're only singing that song because there's other women in his life. So you're trying to prove that you're number one by doing that. And it's just embarrassing. Like it's just embarrassing. And we've all done embarrassing things, but like proving that you're number one 
is just not it. And then I also was thinking, what if he has another baby with someone else? Then you're not, you know, the baby mama. You're just a baby mama that he has. And I don't know, even, even just thinking that a man has like so many baby mamas and that you're trying to fight all of them to be number one. It's just like embarrassing. Like do better for yourself, do better for your kid, love yourself more. You deserve better. Like, uh, 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 no, no, no. And I would be down. Obviously this has nothing to do with my personal life. Um, the kid's mom does not act like that. Thank the Lord. Um, and she, I respect her. She respects me. The kids are healthy and they're happy and everything like that. So I'm very blessed for that end. But you know, I just like, I couldn't imagine dealing with that. Like I would want to smack her. I'm to smack that person i'd be like get the fuck out of my face what do you mean i'm elite da, 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 da. no the kid is elite the kid is the only fucking thing that matters it matters over you it matters over the the dad it matters over the girlfriends the boyfriends the kid is the only thing that matters in that situation honestly but yeah basically i made a video about it and it was just like weird people were like confused at what i meant and i was like what do you mean what do i mean I feel like it's pretty clear. And obviously I'm not trying to be like disrespectful to any baby mamas, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, just any, I don't know, just no. But back to the actual episode, what I want you guys to take from this um, is before I ramble for the next like 40 minutes is that what you give yourself will dictate your future how you treat yourself, the things that you're letting into your body, the things you're letting into your brain, all of that will impact how you grow as a person and really choose where you end up in your life. And I know we all want the best for ourselves. So I'm just trying to kind of give you guys what I'm giving myself, uh, this little pep talks that we can do anything we put our mind to, but we do need to swallow those tough pills and we do need to be realistic with ourselves and be raw with ourselves and admit our mistakes and take accountability and be nice to ourselves and show ourselves empathy. And we also need to remember that what we give other people only takes away from ourself. And I want to talk about that in another episode when it comes to like allowing people to make you mad and choosing being right over your inner peace and all of that. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. I hope that the next episode will actually be filmed. I want to film so bad, but my chair still has not arrived. I've had such a shit time with all of my like house furniture like arguing with people yelling at people nothing arrived arrived late arrived broken like it's just been a mess but my little pink neon sign i think it's here this friday and then i'm hoping that my chair also gets here this friday but i will i guess it won't be the next episode because i'm ahead wait so then if i'm already ahead of episodes then i already okay then it will be the next episode because this one will be posted um but uh when by the time it comes out um hopefully my wisdom teeth surgery will also be over and i'll be all healthy as a horse again and pretty my cheeks won't be swollen so i can really be with you guys but stay tuned for that i'm pretty sure that'll be on my youtube at malia schmollinger again for pretty much everything my instagram the tiktok uh podcast obviously is probably late to something for that instagram where you guys can reach out to me, give me ideas for episodes, story times. I really want to do an episode on virginity wrongs and I want to do a separate episode on hall of shame and just literally blurt out my most embarrassing moments as a human being. And I feel like we'll just all have fun. You can get some popcorn and we can really just relax, like light some candles in the room and just vibe 
out together. But I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great, a great rest of your day, a rest of your night. Um, again, reach out to me on any of my social media platforms and hopefully I'll be able to see you and I'm holding your hand spiritually and I'm giving you lots of hugs. I'm sending you lots of, lots of love. You got this baby. You're more worthy than you know. You're more beautiful than you know, and you are definitely stronger than you know. See you next time. Love you. Mwah.